0: Welcome to Sophisticated Mom, and I'm your host, Dr. Sophia, the creator of the Christian lifestyle blog, SophisticatedMom.com. I will break down faith-based advice and make it applicable and relatable to help you on your journey on this thing we call life. You'll learn everything you need to know on how to become the master of your own destiny. Are you wondering when to have the birds and bees talk with your child and how exactly to do it? Well, my advice is that it should always be sooner rather than later. And I want to encourage you as a parent that is really not as bad as you think. And even as a Christian, I realize that it's important to have an open dialogue about sex. Just because you have the birds and the bees talk with your child does not mean that you are encouraging them to go out there and do it. Avoiding the sex talk is not the answer, even as a Christian. It is just allowing them to stay in ignorance or perhaps even be taken advantage of later on by people just because they're not really sure what sex is and what isn't is not acceptable. Hopefully, the birds and the bees talk is the first of many open and honest dialogues that you have with your child, and it will encourage your child to come to you when they have questions about the world. I also want you to check out a video, a and a that I did with my son, where we also talked about some birds and bees. First, having the birds and bees talk does not mean that you're encouraging your child to have sex. As a single mom who has a little boy, I want to be transparent as possible with my son. Just because I want to explain the birds and bees, that does not mean that I'm encouraging him to go out and have sex. It just means that I would not want him to walk around at 20 years old thinking that babies are delivered by a stork. I can recall that when I was in elementary school, older kids who were 5th graders came along and told me that a condom was a plastic bag and then gave it to me. I was in awe. I had a condom. I believed that the bag was a condom for the longest time because no one told me differently. My point is that it is better for your child to find out sex from you than it is for them to find out sex from someone else because his friends may tell him, You can't get a girl pregnant if it's your first time and her first time, which of course is false. If you pull out, you can't get a girl pregnant, which is also false. You can't get an STD from oral sex, which is again false. Having the sex talk with your child is knowledge and knowledge is power. Teach your children that there are consequences to having sex such as pregnancy or an STD and as a Christian explaining that this is why God wants them to wait for sex within the confounds of marriage so that they are protected from STDs and unwanted pregnancies. Pretending that sex does not exist may encourage your children to make mistakes based on misinformed sex information that was given to them by their friends or the internet. Secondly, how early is too early? I decided to start giving my son the sex talk at the age of five. Yes, at five. Remember when I mentioned to you that you do not want your kids in the dark about some sex stuff because that can lead to them being taken advantage of? That includes them being molested. I'm not wishing that on anyone. But the fact of the matter is is that many children who are molested by people that they know and many of them do not even know that it's wrong because no one told them that their private parts were private. As a Christian, it is important for us not to be naive. Kids have gotten molested at church, by family members, and even by school workers. Trust that God will protect your children, but also remember to keep your children safe by not keeping them in the dark about what what is good touch and bad touch. Believe it or not, I was not the first one that gave my son the molestation talk. It was his doctor. As she examined him, she told my son that she was going to touch his penis. She said the word penis, not pee-pee or wee-wee, and asked him if it was okay. She also explained that it was never okay for anyone else to touch his penis without his permission. This included adults and family members, and that if someone was trying to touch his penis, he should tell an authority figure right away. After that, she asked my son for permission to touch his body. Even if you don't feel comfortable talking to your kids about sex, ask a doctor, counselor, or therapist to help you. Third, having the birds and bees talk. Skip the soft talk. Children should know the proper name for their genitalia. Using names like wee-wee or penis or cookie for vagina makes their genitals seem more like a toy. And when someone asks to touch their cookie, children think that it's okay because it sounds like a sweet snack that they get from their parents after dinner. Going back to my son's doctor's office, he understood and also laughed about it because he's a boy. But after the appointment, in true form, he kept making jokes about his penis. But you see, it was not awkward at all did not make me feel embarrassed, or it did not make me feel embarrassed for him by calling its penis by its actual name. I know that sometimes as Christians, we can be really secretive about our bodies, but remember that God created all of us, including our private parts. Adam and Eve were running around the Garden of Eve naked. It was not until the devil told them that they were naked after eating the forbidden fruit that they became ashamed about being naked, Genesis three one. So even when you talk to your children about their bodies, let them know that it is nothing to be ashamed about. They are part of God's creation, all of them. Also, check out my video down below for more tips on parenting. Fourth, always be age-appropriate. I did not expose my son to the sex talk all at once. As parents, we know that the birds and the bees talks comes more and more as they get more curious with age. After my son was five, we had the no one touches your penis talk. The next sex talk came when my son was six. We were watching cheerleaders. Out of nowhere, my son told me that his penis was standing up and asked me what was wrong with it. Remember, back at the doctor's appointment when he learned about his penis, he never forgot. And since he felt comfortable talking to me about it then, he felt open enough to talk to me about it now. As a Christian, I really want to explain something to parents. The fact that my son's penis was getting an erection was normal. It is a normal biological response to what he was watching. If this happens to your child, please don't make them feel ashamed about it or if they have done something wrong just because their bodies decided to have a natural response to the opposite sex. You can teach them that just because your body responds to certain stimuli does not mean that they need to act on it. Even in the instance, I only explained what was relevant in the moment, which was his body natural response to something. I didn't yell at him, make him feel uncomfortable, try to throw holy water on him, call him the devil, or accuse him of wanting to have sex too soon. I just explained that as a male, these things sometimes happen. And as he gets older, I will explain more sex-related questions he has as are befitting to his age. Fifth, if you make it weird, it will be weird. An actual story was when my son was a few years old and he came into my room and asked me, Mommy, when I get married, what will my wife do with my penis? Will she play with it? My response was something like that. And then here comes the question that most parents dread. Mommy, what is sex? Had to think about my response and put it in a way that he would understand that would not horrify him. It was when a man rubs his penis on a woman's vagina. My son's reaction was priceless. His eyes got big and he said, I did not know that. And once again, as a Christian, I reiterated that having sex within marriage is okay and it's not okay for him to just have sex with anyone because there are STDs and other unwanted consequences that can happen by sharing your body with anyone. I explained to my son that it is what God intended. My point is that it is good to be open and honest with your children and back up your Christian principles with what you're saying, not in a God will smite thee if you sex type of way but in a way that they will understand and one that will encourage them to want to follow God's way in doing things when it comes to sex. And remember, educating about sex and STDs will teach them that sex is a huge responsibility and can have unintended consequences such as AIDS or even a baby that they can't take care of expressing to your children the unintended consequences of sex is much more of a preventative measure than telling them not to do it without talking to them about it and then hoping for the best kids are only going to get embarrassed by the sex talk if you get embarrassed by the sex talk and talking about sex is not a sin it is only weird if you make it weird if you know a fellow parent who needs to talk to their children about the birds and the bees then feel free to share this post with them and also consider getting my single mom's book and also considering getting my book specifically for single moms which you can click the link down below it's called fix it jesus for single moms only